Yakshamash, everybody. Welcome to another edition of the Kabasa King Sports Extravaganza brought to you by Bucky's Fifth Quarter. Now, this is a special edition. We're going to hold off the Green Bay Packers preview till Sunday morning. Uh, this is Jay Kokorowski. Uh, this is uh, our Bucky's Fifth Quarter's Wisconsin football preview. We're going to try something a little new before the Wisconsin Badgers, number five in both the AP and coaches poll, top 25 polls. Uh, before they face the Maryland Terrapins on Saturday morning, 11 o'clock kickoff, Central Standard Time on Fox. You got Joe Davis on the call, Brady Quinn, former Notre Dame quarterback, as the analyst, and the always great Bruce Feldman on the sidelines. And <clears throat> for those that want to listen to the game on the radio or have to, the Badger Sports Radio Network, you go to iHeart as well on the iHeartRadio app uh, and search under WIBA. You can listen to Matt LePay on the call, along with Mike Lucas and Mark Tosher, which, who are the analysts always on home games, and along with Patrick Herb, Herb on the sidelines. So, Wisconsin comes in 6-0, and coming off that sloppy 17-9 win, huge defensive effort, halting the Purdue team that had 221 Total yards there compared to averaging over 400 per game heading into last Saturday's contest. Also a squad that put up almost 30 points per game. Wisconsin held them to only three field goals and out of the end zone. A testament to what Jim Leonard's defense is and how they're really amped up and, and how they're progressing as a unit underneath the first-year defensive coordinator. They will now be facing a Maryland team, which is coming off a, a tough loss at home to Northwestern, 37-21. But they have some dynamic players, and that's what's really going to be interesting. We're going to be talking about this game. You know, this is they have DJ, especially on the offensive side of the ball. They have DJ Moore, wide receiver, leads the Big Ten in receiving receptions, touchdowns, you name it. Uh, on that note, he is NFL caliber in my opinion. And he has, I mean, looking at this, <clears throat> leads the Big Ten in receptions per game, receiving yards, oh, which is 624, and also touchdown receptions. So uh, <clears throat> we'll get back to one of our keys of the game uh, in just a little bit, and that's one part is containing DJ Moore. The other, also making sure Ty Johnson, the running back, uh, who is, I believe, sixth in the nation, or not in the nation, in the Big Ten, in rushing yards, uh, he, you know, uh, they'll have to contain him as well. But first, some quick stats looking at Maryland uh, coming into the game. They are in the conference last in scoring defense and giving up 36.5 points per contest. You also have, uh, in total defense, they're last in the Big Ten, 439 yards given up and allowed. Uh, Andy, this, and it's led by former Wisconsin assistant and current Maryland defensive coordinator, Andy Boo. They are also third worst in the conference in rush rush defense, 174, or just a hair over 174, almost 175 yards per contest. Uh, But if you look at Big Ten play, you know, this is the fact that, um, you know, they're giving up almost 475 yards per contest, almost 41 yards per game in the three conference contests. Looking at... Their offense, though, uh, with Moore and Johnson, they have only you know gained 339 yards per contest. That's third worst in the con- in the conference uh, overall. Uh, you know, and then they are four. You know, despite that, right? They got 
They are fourth in the conference in points per game uh, in their six games. They're averaging almost 32 points per game in those six contests heading into Saturday's matchup. So despite maybe some lack of offensive input there, or offensive, uh, just the yards overall, they're still putting up points. And so Wisconsin will have to watch themselves on that note. Uh, Wisconsin, on the other hand, uh, you talk about some rushing, uh, you know, and, you know, let's talk about what uh, they're doing on that end. You know, I mean, Basically, Ty Johnson, you know, is averaging, he's sixth in the conference, rushing yards, 81.3 yards per game. He's averaging 7.2 yards per carry on those 68 attempts he has. So he, he has the burst, and he, he had big games against Texas, 132 on 12 carries and 130 yards on 18 carries against the Gophers. But the past few weeks, he's been struggling. Combined losses, uh, you know, combined against the Ohio State and Northwestern, both losses, 22 carries, 77 yards. Wisconsin, looking at what they're doing, they're fourth in the nation, not conference, but nation in rushing defense, 78.8 yards per game. And then also, I mean, looking at their their fifth nationally in scoring defense, allowing 13.3 points per contest, and sixth in the nation, again, in total defense, allowing just 265 yards. And again, 221 yards, holding the Purdue offense to that, that little uh, especially with even that last drive in the fourth quarter that drove, if I'm not mistaken, 54 yards for Purdue. They were able to, to stop that drive and then, uh, you know, ice the win. Uh, Wisconsin's offense took it from there. So um, this defense for Wisconsin obviously is going to have to watch out uh, for the likes of Moore and for Johnson. So uh, what we're going to do real quick, too, during this preview, we're going to give you a couple keys to the game, uh, how I have it. We will have... Also, some audio. We got some of Derek Tyndall d- discussing uh, some of the matchups there. Uh, so we'll play that in just a little bit. But uh, real quick, just things to watch for. Uh, Jonathan Taylor is going to be the big name, right? Set nine, 986 yards on the season. He almost within he was within 14 yards of I believe you know of getting a thousand yards in six games, uh, which you know would have been. A huge mark, obviously, but he has now uh, heading into this contest and looking at the game notes from this week. I mean, he has the ability uh, to you know tie a mark to match the FBS record for fewest games needed for a freshman to reach that thousand yard mark, uh, and that's at seven games, right? Uh, that, let's take a look at this list, right? And this list is impressive. You're looking at Emmett Smith. Marshall Falk, Adrian P- Adrian Peterson, uh, Wisconsin's own PJ Hill is part of that, and so he has the ability to join that elite group, uh, which he's absolutely exploded on the scene. He leads the league with ten rushing touchdowns through the first six games. He, you know, leads the conference in rushing yards per game, and, and you know, and it's it's pretty impressive to see what he's done so far. You know, he enters the game. I mean, if he gets 14 yards on his first uh, 10 carries or fewer, he'll break James White's school record as the fastest freshman to 1,000 yards uh, in terms of carries. And that was a, uh, you know, 138. This is according to Wisconsin's game notes. 138 
Back in 2010, you saw how impressive James White's career was at Wisconsin, despite not being truly a featured back in this offense uh, that, you know, that you've seen over time in the past six, seven years. What's really interesting, though, you know, this look, I'm reading through all these lists. Like, he is the, after that 219 yard performance, and yes, he did have that fumble, he is just the sixth freshman since 2000 to post three games of over two, you know, of reaching that 200 yard mark three times in a season. I mean, and again, it's, it looks like you're joining the likes of a Mike Hart, uh, Adrian Peterson, uh, you know, a Tyrell Sutton, those type of players that have really uh, made an impact in the college game. Uh, he's already etched his name into the history books that fashion. And, you know, you, you saw on the 67-yard touchdown run, but you also seen um, there's a just throughout the season, he has a patience and a vision that's beyond his years as well. And then you combine that with, uh, and also a maturity in terms of when it comes to learning the playbook, he has uh, combining that with the speed and the track star, the preps track pedigree that he has, you've seen the vision being able to cut and follow and the patience to follow the blockers. But then when he finds the open crease, he explodes and it, he is a home run threat, you know, past two games, a 75 yard touchdown run, right before the first half ends uh, against Nebraska, and then the 67-yard touchdown run on a third down against Purdue. So he really has that ability to be a game-changer, to be a game-breaker. And coming into here, I mean, you know, he – let's take a look, talking about those runs. He owns three runs of 60-plus yards this season so far – and two other backs only have more. That's that's Stanford's Bryce Love, who's a Heisman contender. And we'll read our, read Ryan Melanthan's article this week t- talking about it, making the case for why he should be a Heisman-worthy candidate through six games. Uh, but also, uh, you know, Bryce Love's name's on that list. But Notre Dame's Josh Adams has five runs himself. So, and you take a look at what Maryland's doing, you know, they are giving up 100, you know, almost 175 yards per game on the ground. These are some players to watch on that end. And Taylor with that behind that offensive line, which did not have John Dietzen or Micah Kapoy on the injured list heading into this game, uh, could be, make a big impact going forward. And I mean, and then they could, Wisconsin's offense is predicated on that run. Uh, we'll see how the far they go and see how many yards Jonathan Taylor gets this week. But uh, key matchups, let's talk about that real quick. DJ Moore, like we've already announced the bunt, you know, the accolades that he's had, right? He has had led the Big Ten in receptions, you know, per game, which is 7.3. The receiving yards, it's about 104 yards per game so far. And then, the you know, what he can do with scoring. So he's averaging over a touchdown per game. But it also includes a 12-catch you know, 210 yard, 10 yard performance against Northwestern last week, and for that matter, you know the quarterback Matt, uh, Max uh, Bortenschlager. You know he he came off a game where he has not you know he hasn't thrown an interception in his three starts this season for the Terps. So you know the, one of the key matchups here is Wisconsin secondary against DJ Moore. And along with that, they also have a senior wide receiver, Tavion Jacobs. Basically, you take a look. I mean, honestly, Moore has 44 receptions on the year. The next closest is Jacobs at 18. That includes 201 yards, a couple touchdowns for the senior Maryland wide receiver. And, 
you talk to Tyndall, and we won't play this audio, but you know he talks about you know these are t- normal, typical Maryland wide receivers, right? They're fast, they're good hands, and and so you know it, it, basically they're talking about sticking to technique. And so you know against more, you're gonna have to have guys like Tyndall, Nick Nelson, Dante Carrier Williams, who you know has played well for a redshirt freshman, but he also has been targeted a lot, so that's why you've seen his name called and his jersey number probably on TV a lot more than you'd see a Nelson or a Tyndall. Even though Nelson right now has picked it up huge, especially in Big Ten play, seven past past defenses, past breakups, I should say, in the past three games. Um, puts him nine for the season. So that's going to be a huge matchup right there. And on that note, let's, you know, here's Derek Tyndall on DJ Moore and, and how you defend him. I had asked him, how do you defend a player like Moore? Uh, and here's his response. I mean, you know us, we we going to play, play man-to-man no matter who it is. But as far as defending that, just got to – it's all about – you can play off, you can play press. It's just about the technique, you know, sticking, staying true to your technique. And, you know, like coach, like our coaches say, get to that top shoulder. The other key – in terms of stopping Maryland's offense, is through Ty Johnson. We kind of mentioned already just the statistics that Ty Johnson's gone through. Garrett Dooley mentioned to the reporters on Monday just how the offense for Maryland is based solely around trying to run the ball. And if Ty Johnson gets on his game, and if Wisconsin's rush defense, which, by the way, you know, fourth best in the nation right now, uh, in, in, in how they defend the run there. If they can stop them, that makes Maryland one-dimensional and they'll have to rely on more. But, you know, Johnson's had big games against Texas. He's had big games against the Gophers. So that is a big test for the defensive line. And maybe this goes into, and the front seven for that matter with the linebackers, that goes into our injury report. Just really quick to kind of break down what's happening on the injury front, you know, eight Badgers are out. If you guys go to Bucky's fifth quarter, of course, we profiled that yesterday. Among them, talking about the defensive line, Isaiah Loudermilk, the redshirt freshman defensive lineman's come in, you know, one and a half sacks through six games. I think he has six tackles. Uh, he is a player that, you know, it's, it's, it's a rough uh, loss because of the death because Chikwe Obashi is not back uh, with his left leg injury. Um but that's a kind of a big blow to the depth. You're gonna need guys like Connor Sheehy, Alec James to really step up, along with Billy Hirschfeld on that defensive line. Uh, you wonder how much more of a role who else could pop in there with the rotation. Uh, does Garrett Rand stay as a defensive, uh, and, you know, defensive no- nose guard, or does he pop out to end like he was in the spring? Uh, you also look at depending on what sub package, it may not matter as much if they go instead of a base look, they go more nickel, right? When you go nickel, then you'll what you've seen so far out of Wisconsin are the five defensive backs, obviously, but it's four linebackers and two defensive linemen. So it's either Sheehy, James, Olive Sagapolu, Garrett Rand, uh, they've switched in along with Isaiah Loudermilk. And that means two outside linebackers kind of act as pseudo defensive ends to help set the edge, which Garrett Dooley, Leon Jacobs, who was the Big Ten Defensive Player of the Year last last week, or Defensive Player of the Week last week uh, with his nine-tackle, one-interception performance against the Boilermakers, uh, along with Andrew Van Ginkle, really setting that rotation up 
um, there. So, uh, you know, to help set the edge on that note. So, uh, I mean, it's still a big loss with Loudermill because he's had a so- very solid start to his career. Uh, but you also have to talk about the other injuries. Jazz Peavy, George Rushing, both out for the game. Danny Davis is questionable. So then you start looking at, let's talk about Quintez, Cephas, A.J. Taylor, Kendrick Pryor, three second-year players. You have two, you know, Taylor and Cephas are true sophomores. Kendrick Pryor, redshirt freshman. Uh, they will be needed to, you know, be called upon to step up. I'm sure with that passing game with Troy Fumagalli, Xander Neville, Kyle Penniston, they will also uh, need to step up uh, with PD gone and Davis, who's you know has doesn't have many catches, but he's been explosive and being a big deep threat to start his collegiate career. Uh, we'll see what Davis does with that left leg injury. Uh, other notable names: Taiwan Deal still out. Chris James uh, is out left leg, so I'm guessing you're going to see more Rashid Ibrahim, more Garrett Groshek uh, in the backfield on third downs as those th- third down backs as well. And Patrick Johnson, uh, reserve safety. You've seen him on special teams, right arm injury, not playing. Reserve tight end Luke Benchwell also out with a right leg. Uh, so, uh, and for that matter, one more questionable kicker, PJ Rosowski. Uh, he has that right leg. It sounded like from Corden to Zach Hintz earlier this year. It was a quad injury, though UW did not confirm that. You're looking at the fact that, you know, he's questionable, but Zach Hintz, Another former walk-on, or no, current walk-on. He's played quite well in Rosowski's absence in terms of putting that ball into the end zone for touchbacks, which will be big due to the fact that Ty Johnson has had a 100-yard kickoff return for a touchdown against Ohio State. Earlier this season, is averaging 27 and almost 27 and a half yards per return out of his 18 attempts so far so that's that's something to watch in that third phase of the game as you saw last week where a punt block gave purdue great field position to wisconsin 15 ish around that 15 yard line and then for those that love the cardinal white thankfully the badgers defense held and forced a missed field goal so uh that's a big matchup there from on on that side of the ball wisconsin's off or wisconsin's defense taking on maryland's offense but then Looking ahead, you also have, you know, Wisconsin's offense. Uh, the big key right there is Jonathan Taylor in that running it's rushing attack, averaging about 252.3 yards in their conference games. That's second best behind Ohio State going up against a, a Maryland defense that you know, gives up 175 yards per game in their six games. But in conference play, they're giving up nearly 200, and that does not bode well for Andy Boo's crew. So uh, the keys to the game, contain D.J. Moore, contain Ty Johnson on that side of the ball uh, for Wisconsin's defense, which is very possible. But then offensively run the ball, establish that ground game, be consistent, obviously, and not be sloppy with the turnovers, the penalties. And also in that passing attack, you know, Maryland's one of the worst in giving up, you know, the stat-wise, uh, in yards given up on the, in the air. Uh Wisconsin could, you know, on third downs, Alex Hornibrook has been really great for this team uh, in on third downs. Uh, looking at the stats there, he is 28 of, I'm just making this up, 28 of, not making it up, 28 of for 46, 
449 yards, six touchdowns, two interceptions on third down. That's third best in the nation in passer efficiency on that down behind the likes of Georgia's Jake Fromm and Oklahoma State's Mason Rudolph. So, uh, you know, it, it's going to be interesting to see how Maryland's defense, if they can, if they're going to sell out for the run, it could open up for a big passing attack. Uh, and, you know, you talk, look at our Q&A with Testudo Times. If you talk to that, you know, if you saw the Q&A there, they mention that the secondary appears to have been better than what the stats allow. So, I mean, really the key is, I think, Wisconsin's ground game. Pound the Terrapins in the submission on that note, and then uh, if they sell it against the run, you have Troy Fumagalli, still an All-American candidate at tight end. You have Quintez Cephas having a huge breakout year with five touchdown receptions, leading the team in catches and receiving yards in that area. Uh, and we'll see how A.J. Taylor, Kendrick Pryor, who had his first career catch, that 20-yard reception on that third and 12 in the fourth quarter, and that uh, game icing drive, that game ceiling drive, how he moves, you know, we'll see how they uh, perform, really. Uh, and so looking at game predictions, I'm going to go Wisconsin 38 Making sure that I got this right. Yep, 38-14 Wisconsin. They should win this game. They're 24, right around 24-point favorites. Wisconsin really should pull away. They should start off hot. I think this is going to be more one of the more of the complete efforts on Saturday morning. And you'll see our, by the way, when you see our How to Watch post, you'll also take a look at uh, the other predictions from our crew and a lot of players, I mean, we're not seeing a prediction that's below 30 points, 31 points, I should say, from our writers. So uh, on that note, I'll let you guys go. Uh, enjoy the game on Saturday. It uh, should be a nice day. should be one of the nicer days, uh, maybe the last nice day, really, for uh, being this warm up here in Wisconsin. And uh, on that note, I'm Jay Kokorowski from Bucky Smith Quarter, the Kobasa King Sports Extravaganza. We'll see you guys next week. Uh, we'll talk much more, not just Wisconsin Badgers, but some Green Bay Packers, Milwaukee Brewers, Milwaukee Bucks talk here on the Kilbasa King Sports Extravaganza and our Bucky Smith Quarter preview special.